0: Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Oh, welcome in everyone to episode number twenty-eight of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. Merry Christmas! Uh, This comes out on Christmas Eve here, so I just want to say a huge Merry Christmas to everyone and. And happy holidays around the world. We just uh, want to say, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for listening and for what you have made uh, the first 28 episodes uh, become for this Life Coaching for Men podcast. So thank you so much. Just really appreciate uh, all of you all continuing to listen and continuing to like, continuing to review uh, it means a lot to me and I, and I know our listeners out there uh, really appreciate uh, all of the feedback as well uh, started working with a new client this week and uh, really excited to start working with him um, just a lot of just there's just a lot of things going on in the world right now right I mean people are people are hurting people are wanting to um, to really grow people are wanting to understand what they're uh, what they're thinking, what their minds are doing, why they've done the same thing over and over and over for years and years and years on end. And it's it's a great time, I think, when you come to the end of a year, and we're going to talk some next week about the beginning of a new year and what that looks like. But it's a great time to assess uh, where you are, where you've been, um, and where, where you want to go and what your future self wants to look like. Um, I'm going to devote a uh, an entire podcast in the next couple of weeks on your future self. And for some of you out there, you've probably never even considered what your future self could be and what you could become uh, in the future because you've been so consumed for most of us. We've been so consumed with what's gone on in our past that we don't even take the time to consider how fortunate we are and, and to really relish uh, what's going on right now in the present. And we certainly don't think about a positive uh, future or a positive future self or or what that could look like if we got out of our own way and got out of our own circumstances that we feel like uh, just continue to bog us down each and every day for some of you out there you understand that right you're going through that right now you're like I, I'll never be able to get out of the situation that I'm in whether it's a relationship whether it's a job whether it's uh, just something you're dealing with with your kids or you're dealing with with your family or you're dealing with um, you know with with Anyone out there in the world, or it's just an internal struggle that you've had uh, for years upon end. And so, you know, when you think about uh, really the the Christmas season, the holiday season, and then how that, all of that just kind of I think brings up things for us as we as we reflect and we think about a new year. So we'll we'll talk about our future self as we as we get going into the into the new the new year and we hope uh, 2021 brings you a lot of great uh, success both uh, externally but for me it's more about uh, what's going on internally what's going on uh, between those ears up there and and, um, that you know that you can really change your reality uh, when you change the way you think when the when you change the way that you approach uh, this life when you change the way you approach yourself and so I'm looking forward to 2021 I know for a lot of people 2020 was has been uh, extremely challenging um you know for me personally it's been a, it's been a good year i mean we we've tried to kind of rise above um, all of this stuff with COVID and all of the political stuff and all of the, that other the other angst that's been out there but uh, for me personally um, just being able to launch uh, this podcast being able to talk, Uh, To you out there, uh, what feels like really one on one each week uh, and to be able to get that feedback from you has been has been so uh, just so refreshing and and so satisfying. So, um, again, looking forward to our episode next week and we'll we'll talk more about uh, 2021 and I've got a special little treat next week that I'm going to challenge you. Uh, maybe in a way that you've not been challenged before as you think about uh, goals, as you think about New Year's, as you think about resolutions, and so on and so forth. So we'll put that out there next week. I uh, can't wait to, to show you that and, and talk to you about that and then uh, see what the future holds. So this week I want to talk about expectations in relationships. Um, if, if if you will begin to think differently about how you expect others to act and behave, your relationships will instantly change. I mean, this right here for some of you is huge out there because it's a concept that I, I've talked about early on in one of the earlier relationships, but it's a concept um, you know, called manuals or called a manual where we have a manual for other people in our lives. So if you, th- you think about... Uh, a car manual, you know, for some of you who are very mechanically inclined, you can look at the uh, car manual and you can go through and you can figure out, you know, maybe something that's under the hood. For me, it's usually something that has to do with the, the radio or the stereo uh, programming, Bluetooth, that kind of thing. You can look at a manual and the manual will give you instructions on how to program your, your Bluetooth setting, right? And so it's very important to have that. It's step by step. You go through and hopefully if you've pushed all the buttons and you've done everything correctly, then your Bluetooth will link up and you're able to listen to this podcast. Or you're able to listen to your favorite music or whatever it is. You're able to talk through your, uh, your car when you're on the phone. So uh, so that's important. Manuals in life are important. For some of you at work, you have manuals. You, you have a certain set of regulations, uh, policies, expectations that you're, that you need to follow in order to stay employed there. Uh, so there are certainly times and places for for manuals uh, throughout the world but what happens is for so many of us we have specific manuals for people in our lives uh, specifically for people that um, you know we don't report to so that it's not in a reporting type of work type relationship so right now we'll just talk about uh, a, away from work and um, there can be times where, uh, for some of you, especially if you're in leadership positions, you have you have placed a manual on one of your uh, your your coworkers or one of your subordinates, and that is not always a, a, a positive uh, outcome either. When you expect them to do uh, maybe something that's that's out of their realm or something that that they just don't have the capacity to do. But for today, we're going to talk about relationships. So specifically your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your, your girlfriend or boyfriend, your relationship with your kids. Um, for a lot of you, uh, you have these uh, manuals for your kids, and you want your kids to act in a certain way when they they have no desire to act in that way or they have no desire to do, um, to do what you would like for them to do, uh, especially when they reach a certain age. I mean, you know that once they get past, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, um, they they can really think on their own. I mean, for a lot of you, they can think on their own when they're three or four, but they need they need that guidance, certainly uh, when they're when they're at that age. But as they begin to get older, they have to become, and they do become their own their own person. They become their own human. And so the more we expect them to follow our rules, the tougher it is, and I say rules are expectations, not rules of the house, but expectations on how they live. Um, then that that's tougher on us and and so let me explain when you think about uh, when you think about manuals right it's it's really uh, a book of rules or expectations of what what we think what we think the other person should do how we think the other person should behave and oftentimes we don't even tell the other person that we have a manual for them. We don't tell them that we have this, quote-unquote expectation for them and how they are supposed to, to meet really my needs. And as you all know, as, as we've talked throughout this podcast, anytime you are relying on someone else to fill a void or to meet a need for yourself, you're in trouble, right? You've got to, you've got to watch those things because you cannot allow someone else to meet your own needs. Only you can meet your own needs. And so what happens is we have these manuals out there for people, and especially those people that are closest to us, that says you are supposed to do this regardless of whether you know about it or not. So a manual might look something like this when you're in a relationship. You should compliment me more, right? You should help out with the kids more would so be you talking to your spouse, right? You should support me more in whatever area that is. You should support me more with my exercise. You should take out the garbage. You should do the dishes. You should drink less, right? You should want to be home more often. You should work less. So a lot of these things sound very insignificant, right, that your spouse should maybe do the dishes or your spouse should take out the garbage or your spouse should whatever. But remember anytime you hear yourself saying you or someone else should, you need to question why you are shooting on them or why you're shooting on yourself. Because if you've not sat down and had a conversation with that other person and said, Hey, let's talk about how the house is kind of going to work, right? I cooked the dinner you do the dishes, I so on and so forth. You make the bed, I don't make the bed. However that is, and when you have an understanding that this is how life is going to work in your household, if that other person doesn't doesn't follow through on that task, let's just say it's making the bed in the morning. Let's say your spouse um, has said that they will make the bed, and you come home that afternoon, the bed's not made. Then by all means, you can have a conversation. Say, hey, just noticed the bed wasn't made. What's you know, anything happened? And Your spouse might oh, it's just rushing this morning, blah, blah, blah. You know, no big deal. So you can have that expectation because you've had the conversation about how the house is going to work. Now, on the flip side of that is if you've not had that conversation and you've not set these roles out, and all of a sudden you decide in your mind that your spouse should always make the bed in the morning, Right, and you get up and you leave for work and you come back and the bed's not made and you do it the next day and the bed's not made and you do it the next day and the bed's not made and and you've got this manual playing in your head that my spouse should make the bed because that's my expectation of him or her, then that's going to drive you crazy right? because you've not sat down and even had the conversation with your spouse about making the bed and yet you are telling yourself this story over and over and over again about how your spouse should do something that you've not even talked about. So that's a manual. You know, a manual with your kids, I mentioned this earlier, a manual with your kids may play out something like this. You've got a, you've got a 12 or 13-year-old. 12 or 13-year-old doesn't like to play baseball. You want him to play baseball. Your expectation of him is to play baseball. He should play every spring, every summer, every whatever, and and he doesn't he doesn't enjoy baseball. He likes to play video games or he likes to, you know, he likes to do math. So he's in a, a math team or he likes to whatever it is, but it's not baseball. So you have this you have this expectation of him. You've put this manual on him that's not part of his life. And for dads especially, that's hard to do. And it's really hard to do when it, when it has to do with a sport and it has to do with a sport that maybe you love. But for some of you out there, this will bring you tremendous relief when you just drop that expectation and you let that 12-year-old be a 12-year-old. They may not want to play the game the way you play it. They may not even want to play it hard. Well, that's hard for some of us, right? They don't want to hustle. They don't want to, you know, sprint on and off the field. Or if they're playing basketball, they don't want to play it a certain way. And for us dads, boy, it can be really tough when we have these unrealistic, at times, expectations and manuals that we put on our own on our own kids when they don't even want to be in the situation in the first place. So what do you do? You've got to have that conversation with them. You've got to have a real Honest, frank, genuine conversation And find out what is your, What does your child really want to do You know, what does your son or daughter Really want to do with their lives Because As I mentioned earlier Once you get past that kind of certain age It's going to be up to them To live their own lives And boy, is that not hard for today's parent Because today's parent Wants to do everything for their kid And, and, and folks Your kids are humans too and they have to be their own right best versions of themselves not particularly the version of themselves that you want them to be and that can be that can be challenging for someone that can be challenging so here's here's another one you should make me happier in our marriage it's your job to make me happier now even when you hear me say that you're you're probably cringing a little bit by this juncture because you're like what they're supposed to make me happy but isn't that how we We look at life. Isn't that how we look at relationships? Isn't that how we look at marriage a lot of times? You're supposed to make me happy. What you do and how you act and how you behave and how you talk to me and what your tone is, those are all ways that you're supposed to make me happy. Those are manuals, folks. Those are expectations. Your happiness is 100% reliant on you. It's not it's not relying on anybody else it's 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 you. It's your job to work on your own happiness, not your spouse. Not your spouse. For some of you, if you will simply drop your expectations for those closest to you, if you'll drop your expectations as you go into a new year and as you face a new season of, of life and a new in a new year, if you'll just drop those, drop those manuals, your relationships will change exponentially. Because all of a sudden, you will start to realize that all of this energy and effort and drama that you've put into worrying about how the other person's going to behave, worrying about how the other person's going to act, worrying about how the other person's going to respond to you, you just let that all go. And all of a sudden, you worry about how you respond to you. You worry about your relationship. With you. You worry about how you are going to be the best spouse, dad, mom that you can possibly be. Right? It changes the whole dynamic because you're not worried so much about them. You worry about you. And how can I, how can I each and every day show up? The way I want to show up on this planet. How can I show up each and every day to myself, live in my own integrity, and then be the best person I can be for somebody else? Now, for some of you, I can already hear you thinking, "You're like, yeah, but what if? What if they do this? What if they? What if they challenge me? What if?" There's there's a difference in you asking for something or requesting something, than for you expecting it. Like Emmanuel, let's go back. To the, to the example I gave about taking out the garbage. You can request that your spouse takes out the garbage. They may not do it. Folks, they may let that garbage just sit there. As many times as you ask them to take out the garbage, they're like, I'm not taking out the garbage. So you've got a choice to make, right? But what happens is for so many of us, this blows up, this explodes. You want to take it out on your spouse. Well, really, it's not your spouse's responsibility either. If you've got garbage in the house and you live under that roof, it's just as much your responsibility as theirs to take the, take the garbage out, even though you've asked them to and they've said no. So you've got a choice to make, right? You either live with the garbage just overflowing and you're going to choose to live in filth, or you say, you know what? She or he's chosen not to take the garbage out, but that's okay. We need to take the garbage out, so I'm going to take it out. So you get the garbage, you take it out, you put it in the trash can, you come back in, you put a new bag in, and you go on down the road. But for so many of you, you get so caught up in that drama of, well, he should have, she should have, she didn't. So I don't love them, right, or I don't like them, or I'm mad at them. I'm going to let this hang over me over a simple request for garbage that they didn't take out because you expected them to act differently than they did. So what I want you to consider is that regardless of how the other person on the other side of you acts, behaves, reacts, says, does, you have a choice of how you want to react. You have a choice of how you act in the moment. You have a choice of how you react in the future. You have a choice of how you look back on the past, regardless of what's happened with any of these circumstances. And you can choose what you, how you decide. Now, the other part of this is you can always set boundaries too, right? If you've got someone that's asking you or, or demanding of you to do something where, where it's kind of flipped around, you can set a boundary and say, no, That that's, that's not part of what this is all about, right? This is not about me living outside of my own authenticity or living outside of my own integrity. I'm going to set this boundary because this is what I need to do for me. So it's not it's not a situation of where you're allowing someone just to walk all over you because you've requested something but it is a situation where you begin to understand that it's not about them it's about you. And for so many of you if we can just do that life changes. And really the the last little theme here that I'll throw out you know in terms of this kind of expectations and manuals is is really it just comes down to allowing adults to be and do. You just allow adults to be adults. You allow your kids to be kids. Now, you've got some parameters because they live under your house, and you can set those policies, you can set those rules, so on and so forth. But these are outside of that, right? You've got to allow other adults to be and do really what they want to do, right? Because they can decide to do that. Because really, what's our other option What's your other option? When you try to control another human, like really try to control it, what does that do? It drives you crazy, right? You can't control the humans, folks. And so that's really what we try to do each and every day when we have these and we set up these expectations, we set up these manuals, we set up these unwritten rules for other people, is that we are trying to control the narrative. Where you find true freedom is where you let that go. You completely let it go, and you work 100% on you. You let them be them. You be you. You start evolving. You start becoming the best version of you. You show up each and every day in each and every situation the way you want to show up. When you don't show up that way, you give yourself grace, and then you move forward. But you're not responsible. For how someone else feels. Right? You're not responsible. You're not responsible for what someone else does. You're not responsible for their behavior. You're only responsible for you. How you react. How you are. What you do. So drop your expectations. Concentrate. Work on yourself. Each and every day. And just wait and see. What the new year holds. Hope you all have a Merry Christmas, and I can't wait to see you back here next week. I am, I am really excited about the work I'm getting to do with my clients right now, um, seeing clients just make changes that they never thought they would make before. Feel free to reach out to me, DrDarinWilson at gmail.com, D R D A R I N Wilson at gmail.com. Um, send me an email, let me know what's going on. We'll hop on a quick call. We'll do a 45-minute session, and we'll see if we can't get you in a better place as you move into 2021. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at darren__wilson.com or on Instagram at Dr. Darren Wilson. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.